exciting episode of Seeing Reddit, where every week we pick a random subreddit and explore that topic. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff Kowalski. I'm Louisa Heron. And uh, we are excited to be full of energy today, energy-wise. Yeah, that was a pretty, was a pretty <laughs> snappy intro. Yeah, Let's just I record that could... one and use it every time. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to listen back to that and be like, what What did I actually say? Because I don't remember already, I've forgotten. <laughs> I, I don't think you made any mistakes. I mean, I don't think I did, but I never think I did. And then later on, I'm like, oh my god, most of these aren't words. <laughs> oh, no, no. name was Hitler. Why did I do that? <laughs> Turns out this episode was all mistakes. <laughs> yeah. Oops. All racism. <laughs> it's our April Fool's Day, all of problematic topics yep. <laughs> episode. Let's yep. rename the podcast April Fool's Day, and every episode is bad on purpose. <laughs> That's our Wait, story, we and we're been sticking doing that to already? it. <laughs> Yep. Okay. So, uh, yeah, let's talk about what we've been up to on the internet. I'm going to start because I don't usually start. Um, so, uh, for those who are new listeners, we talk about what we've been up to on the internet the past week. For me, um, I have just been really getting into a new program that I found called SketchUp. Have you guys heard of SketchUp? No. Is that like the shoes? No, it's nothing. Are to do your this calves year. really banging now? <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm doing it for butt toning mainly. Oh, okay. No, um, it is a program that is used for three dimensional design, uh, and it's originally designed to be a architect's tool. Um, but I do a lot of woodworking, and it's really good for designing furniture and stuff. So you can create like three dimensional objects, including things like pieces of wood and then assemble them and, and so forth and it's like a really cool design tool and I it's so complicated but I watched about 40 hours of YouTube videos and now I know how to use it which is very exciting for me. And now you don't even have to build real furniture because you can That's just make the, virtual furniture. That is exactly the fear that I have now because <laughs> I've been spending so much time designing these furniture pieces and I'm like well I don't have a table saw or a router so I can't actually make most of the things I designed, but if I had those things, these would be awesome pieces of furniture I have. Mm -hmm. uh, you could just start making graphics for video games. I guess so. You could just start know. playing The Sims. Is there... I... I yes. <laughs> I wonder, I, like, I hadn't really thought about it, but I wonder how different doing what I'm doing is from the way that people design, uh, what is it called? Assets for video games? Yeah, see if mm. you can start designing Unity assets with your newfound skills. That would be pretty cool. I guess. What would I do with it? Just like, hey, I don't have a game or anything, but here's some rad swords. You can actually <laughs> do that, and you can either give them away or sell them, and people will buy them, because everyone is making games now. Mm. Will people buy them? Uh, <laughs> if they're... You You're said the swords were how rad. How shitty they are! They're going to be <laughs> rad because they'll have Ninja Turtles on them. Oh, uh, okay. Well, that's a <laughs> so copyright that's problem. Then you just get uh, in touch with someone who can uh, add them to a patch for an existing game, and then yeah. it's a fun uh, mod people will buy. Or add them to a patch for the movie Patch Adams, and then turn it yep. into a sword fighting movie. That sounds way better. 
I would watch that. Please send me uh, Ninja Turtle Sword Mod Skyrim.exe, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, now I have to make a Ninja Turtle Sword Mod. That would be kind of cool. It would be especially cool because you could make it like a katana that has a psi on the other side of the handle. What is that called? Pommel? And then you could have like nunchucks coming off of the like. What is what is the cup thing on the bottom of a sword that keeps your hand from getting cut? Oh, I used to know. I don't know. Hand guard. Hilt? Yeah, by the hilt. Yeah, it's, I mean, it has a fancier name, and I don't remember what. Whatever that thing is, it could be nunchucks, and then, I don't know how you get a bow staff in there. Make the handle really long <laughs> before you get to that side end. <laughs> yeah. It's just the most unwieldy weapon. <laughs> you can't use it for any of the actual if, weapons. <laughs> if you wanted to make it, uh, like, semi-realistic in Skyrim, you'd have to make it that it does damage to you every time you use it. <laughs> Twice as much damage to you as it does to your enemies. <laughs> just make it two handles, and when you hit a button on them, they t- turn into lightsaber versions of the Ninja Turtle weapons. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. I don't know if I'm advanced enough to design lightsabers. My woodworking design <laughs> app doesn't cover lightsabers, just as far as I know. Make a wooden lightsaber. <laughs> That'd be that's pretty just, good for practice. It's just a stick, isn't it? <laughs> mm, it has to be made of light. <laughs> Wait. So, in what way is it wooden? Uh, Use a that's, light wood, like pine. That's for oh. you to figure out, not me, pal. Yeah. <laughs> I could just hollow out a broom handle and then tape a flashlight to the bottom. There you go. Ooh, fill it good with idea. glow sticks. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is all great. This is all yeah. the perfect idea. Yeah, so design. Very fun. Uh, I guess it's my turn then, right? Yeah, Jeff, you go. I nearly fell victim to an online scam this week. Hooray! Uh, uh, I'm looking for a job, and so I'm And the on... Nigerian prince put up an ad on uh, Craigslist. Yeah, he wanted me to uh, be his personal assistant when he came to America. Uh-huh. Uh, no, it's... Uh, I put up my resume on all the sites, and someone contacted me on Indeed.com. Yeah, I'm gonna drop that name and put them <laughs> on blast for not being good at filtering out spam artists. Uh, I've never heard of this website. I'd just like to point it out. It's <laughs> a job. Like... It's a it's a real jobs website like Monster or another one. That's Career so Builder. It's a real jobs website. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Indeed.com, someone's like, hey, we have this job that you'd be a good fit for. Uh, click to like send us your resume. And so I clicked, and then they were like, all right, uh, add this uh, account on Google Hangouts and message it, and we'll schedule an interview. And I was like, all right. they also sent you an attachment that's just called virus.exe. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I wish, because that would have made it much easier to avoid, and I wouldn't have wasted all this time. Because uh, I, I contacted the person, and they were like, all right, are you ready for the interview? I was like, yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, and then they just started sending me interview questions in the text box, and I'm like, oh, I thought this was going to be like a phone call or video chat, but... Uh, it was just a YouTube video of that guy from inside the actor's studio. <laughs> yeah, he was like, what's your favorite cuss word? And I was like, uh, butts? Heine? <laughs> what's your favorite cuss words? Uh, I think my favorite cuss word is that I work too hard. Is that a way to turn that interview question around and be a positive? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite? What's your favorite cuss word? Yes, boss. I'll try again. Yeah. What's your favorite cuss word? Please give me more work. <laughs> 
Uh, no, I don't need health benefits. <laughs> uh, so I went through this whole interview via text only, which was weird, but I'm like, all right, I guess this is how a very small company might do it. Uh, it's now, by, now, sorry to interrupt you constantly, but I'm going to. Yeah. Um, by text only, you do mean over a computer, though, not like they were sending you texts to your phone, right? Uh, I was on my phone, but it was uh, Google Hangouts, so it was right. like... Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure you weren't getting, like, <laughs> like the worst catfishing of all time, <laughs> just like, oh, yeah, we're interviewing you, uh, we'll, we'll just send you some text messages throughout the day when you least suspect it. <laughs> well, that's why I thought uh, it was legit at first, because I'm like, alright, Google Hangouts, they'll call me via the calling thing on that, or maybe sure. video even. Uh, but then they're like, uh, it's a work-from-home job, here's some of the stuff you'll be doing, and I'm like, okay, uh, all this sounds good, answers to questions, etc. Uh, and then they're like, uh, a couple minutes later, they're like, alright, uh, we're gonna need some of your, we've decided, uh, we've looked at our candidates, we're going with you, uh, give us some of your info. So I gave them, like, my shipping address, uh, and, uh, they were like, alright, uh, now we're gonna, we need you to, uh, get supplies, supplies through our vendor. And mail it to us. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, big packets. Please, uh, chop your arm off and put it in the freezer. Uh, they, they wanted me to, uh, they wanted to send me a check to buy supplies for the job through their approved vendor, uh, mm-hmm. and that, that is That all sounds the... legit so far. Like, it's a really good job of scamming. Yeah, like, that is the key to the scam, though, is mm-hmm. they send yeah. you the check, and it doesn't go through, and then you give them a bunch of money, and they don't send you anything, and then they never talk to you again. Mm. Yeah, I, um... If it weren't for the fact that they wanted to conduct the interview over text instead of talking, and they didn't ask you for, like, a background check or drug testing or anything, like, those are the only red flags so far. But to Louise's point, like, this just sounds like people who are not very good at interviewing, not necessarily criminals. Yeah. The jobs I've had have all been, like, not quite as professional as, like, magazines on, this is how a job interview goes. They've never been that professional. So, like, yeah, I assume everything's not really run as high a level as culture thinks it will be. Like, it's mostly just regular people who are like, do you want this job? Okay, I don't want to interview any more people. You got it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Which I'm like, alright, cool. They're hiring, like, a work-from-home person to run all their social media or whatever. It's like this furniture company in California, uh, and I'm like, alright, cool. I can do that. They're gonna pay me twice as much as my current job. Uh, it's great. Uh, sounds very good. But, uh, <laughs> then I googled around a little bit, and people were like, no, this is a common type of scam. They will send you a check that isn't real, and you'll deposit it, and they'll be like, alright, now you buy the things. Uh, like, a MacBook and, like, a digital recorder and stuff, and I'm like, so that's how I determined it wasn't real, and then I asked the person about it, I'm like, uh, 
hey, so some of the things you said I would be doing don't really match the job description on your company's website. What's up with that? And they blocked me on Google Hangouts. Uh, <laughs> and then they sent me a phone number of my supervisor in big air quotes. Uh, and I texted that person like, hey, can you tell me a little bit about the company? I hear we're going to be working together. Hi, I'm Jeff. Uh, that was all in reverse order. <laughs> uh, and they were like, they didn't respond. And then I was like... And then they just sent you a dick pic back. <laughs> I was like, hey, I'm starting to feel like this might be a scam. And they were like, who's this? So I sent them a screenshot of the message and was like, this was literally like two hours ago. You don't remember this message? And they haven't responded, so... Aw, that stinks. Yeah, I was really excited very briefly because it would have been literally life-changing to be making twice as much money and not have to leave the house. I realize (laughs) that you explained this twice already, but I'm still not sure I understand how they are profiting off of this. You deposit the check that they sent you, and it's a fake check, but how does that get them money? Because then I go, I, that check is for me to buy supplies for the job, like a MacBook and a bunch of stuff. Right, so, I understand how Apple gets your money. <laughs> what they, what they, it's through their approved vendor, though. So they would send me to a fake store oh, to I buy mean. all the things, and then they get the money. Or, uh, alternately, it's a money laundering scam, and maybe they, uh don't or do send me the things, but uh, regardless, they end up having the same amount of money at the end that has now been filtered through a bunch of sources. You could have gotten a shady MacBook out of this deal, though, Jeff. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Well, we'll see if a check arrives tomorrow. Maybe they put it in the mail before uh, I blew up their spot. Yeah, maybe. Oh yeah, if you could scam them, that would be the sweetest revenge. Yeah, I'll just take it to like money. a I'll take it to like a payday uh check casher so that they don't yeah. get my bank information. Yeah. <laughs> would they get your bank bank information anyway? Cuz that seems like a poorly run banking system <laughs> if like anyone who sends you a check they're like, "By the way, now that you've paid Jeff some money, we'll let you know his PIN number." <laughs> well, I hope that's not true. Well, yeah, I don't know how banks work. That's originally what I thought you were saying was like somehow by you depositing the check in your bank account, like they've attached some kind of Batman style tracer <laughs> yeah. to the check, and they're like, now that it's in there, we can tell it to steal all the other money and then come back to us. <laughs> yeah, it's a little robot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I. It's good because a it's predicated on robot checks, which is great, and b it implies that the check literally goes into a vault with all of your other money. <laughs> yeah. That's how banks work. <laughs> they just have locked bins that have all your money in them. They go, a guy goes and takes money but, out if you take money out of the ATM. <laughs> and it'd have to be like, it'd have to be like Gringotts where there's like a vault <laughs> yep. for every person underneath it. Yep. Also dragons. <laughs> I was imagining something that also didn't make sense, which was that this paper check was covered in nanobots which uh-huh. no one can see, so it's un- un- undetectable. And then when it goes and gets near your money, it eats all your money and then somehow transfers the information of money back to someone. <laughs> Guys, we just have to combine these two ideas. The check is made of nanobots. It's Wait, not covered I'm, in them and it's not a single robot. I'm confused, okay. Louisa, why in your scenario they need to eat the money. Yeah, me too. So that they also. can take it back and reconstruct it. <laughs> but don't they already know what money looks like? 
Alright, well, how about this? Because money's made up. <laughs> this just formed fully it's like the in my mind the image of this, so it doesn't make any sense. But now that I'm thinking about it, if they ate the money but could, uh, before they did that, find out what the serial number is, then if <laughs> this company, which builds nanobots apparently, also has a printing press, they can reprint that money and it's like already in circulation, so it's not suspicious at all. But, I mean... <laughs> Everything it's about the perfect the, uh, crime. We, I think we, we can agree to? that that's the perfect crime. Uh-huh. <laughs> speaking yep. speaking of nanotechnology and scams, really quickly, uh, a friend of mine sent me a thing on a, a Kickstarter that they thought I might be interested in. That was like this special knife that somebody is it making. Could split like an atom with its like sharp blade. Knife. What is that mm-hmm. called? Chef's knife. That's mm-hmm. the word. Um, well, and so the 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 like. Uh, t- headline of the Kickstarter is uh, that the the blade is a uh, ultra nano black zirconium blade mm. with a mm. with mo- molecules so small that it will never need to be sharpened. So um. <laughs> this is a real Kickstarter that people have put a lot of money into, and I have several problems with it. <laughs> Number one, black zirconium is not a thing. Zirconium <laughs> is white. That is the color of that thing. <laughs> Number two, you're saying nanomolecules, but you mentioned just an element. You can't make a molecule out of one element. That's not a thing. Also, <laughs> number three, why does smaller molecules mean that? Now it wait, have hold to be on. Sharpened? Some uh, also, some like, elements form into molecules confusing. by themselves. Oxygen, O two, yeah. Uh, I suppose or you could O3? have like ozone, oh. yeah. But yes, aren't aren't molecules like? Isn't that like you've reached the limit of the size of it? Like, whatever type of molecule it is, it can only ever be that size, right? Yes. I mean, I guess you could have, like, if you had ions, and then those ions were somehow forced to be together, you could make it be bigger. I'm I don't finding, know how you could make it be smaller than the base like, What are they talking about? It's a bunch of, like, men's wedding rings are showing up in the search. Yeah, and black zirconium in that context is zirconium that has been painted black. <laughs> so, like... Oh, like cubic zirconians that have some kind of inclusion, probably, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. It's just a crystal, a white crystal, and then they've dyed it or included something in it to make it black. Yeah. And then, like, like, whatever you put on there to make it black is also going to make it duller if... We're entertaining the possibility that you're saying that. The yeah, I mean, everyone backing it is like, oh, I heard about thing. that in anime. <laughs> thing to say. A, a blade with that's one molecule thick. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How does yeah. having smaller molecules make your blade sharper unless that is the conceit? And no matter what, how are those tiny individual molecules supposed to be so strong that they never get damaged when they come in contact with real physical things? Yes. So, <laughs> these were my concerns, and then I looked through the comments of the Kickstarter, and somebody had stated just these exact concerns, and the response of the uh, person running the Kickstarter was, Oh, we're touring through North America right now showing off our blade. Why don't you meet with us for drinks sometime and we'll explain oh no. it to you in person. The person's going like, to get stabbed. Yeah. <laughs> like, not only are you clearly, you don't know anything about chemistry or physics, and you're trying to bluff your way out of it with this guy who is probably some kind of professor based on how good his answer was, but then also you're like, 
oh yes, you're absolutely right. Like, come meet us in an unsecured location <laughs> that we won't tell you about until the day of so that we can murder you. <laughs> like, how yeah. inelegant can you get on this? <laughs> well, they've tricked a lot of people into giving them money so far, so that's, uh, that's a good first step, huh? Yeah, but what's going to happen is that they're just going to... I feel bad because I want to warn all of those people and just be like, Hey, idiots, <laughs> you're going to get, like, the the knives that they sell for $5 at Target that somebody has spray-painted black and then mailed to you for $40, and that's a bad idea yep. to do that. Yeah, that's something I don't understand that people fall for. I guess they always say the uh, one of the uh, important pillars of uh, con artists is that is your own greed. Like that's how you fall for it. And the fact that like really good chef's knives that people all across the world will say are very high quality are hundreds of dollars. So yeah. the fact that there could be a better one than all of those that nobody's thought of yet for forty bucks. <laughs> Yeah, the idea that a startup who's, like, trying to get money for the equipment they need to make the thing could still make a profit selling the things that they're producing at much less than market value. (laughs) Of course that's not a good idea. Even if it's true the thing they're making is really that good, they'll never get off the ground because their business model is bullshit. There, uh, oh, there's a Wikipedia article for ceramic knife, and I think that might be what they're trying to sell. Okay. Yes, it is a uh, ceramic knife, and most ceramic knives do have some form of zirconium crystal yeah. in them, so yes. Oh, uh, that's probably how they're getting you around have it. chosen the right word. <laughs> However, <laughs> yeah. everything else about your thing implies uh, that you don't boy, understand I what that word means. don't like... <laughs> <laughs> Some Kickstarters that people get excited for. Yeah, there's a lot of Kickstarters yeah. out there that you look at and you're like, yeah. this is for idiots. This is a thing that idiots <laughs> would believe is real. Yep. And, like, when people fall for it, I don't know how to feel about that. Uh, I think so. Like, do you that guys remember like the laser prank. razor thing? No. He was... He was a competitor on American Gladiator. No. <laughs> Very um, good. There was this thing... <clears throat> thank you. There was this thing where the, like, some company was trying to pretend that they were going to make a razor blade, like, to shave with, uh, out of laser beams across the <laughs> blade, <laughs> and then the lasers would, like, burn the hair to cut it down, and they were like, it's going to be a smoother shave than than metal blade. Well, yeah, because you'll be dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it but, shaves the hair and cauterizes the horrible wound you've given yourself all yeah, in one You step. get a beard made of it's scars. Just a lightsaber. Talk about lightsabers. <laughs> they should have. They should call me about the hollowed out broom <laughs> angle. Exactly. Uh. Um, but but everyone was like, "This is a crazy thing." Uh, first of all, they were funded in like two hours because everyone is an idiot. But then everyone was like, that sounds like a thing that's impossible. Can you prove that you can actually do this thing? So the people put up a video of, like, proof of concept, and it was, like, sort of shaped like a razor blade, and there were the two prongs and then a laser, like a filament running between the two prongs that laser light was flowing through, which is all fine. And then the guy was quote-unquote shaving, but he had to, like, 
pull the laser up to the edge of each hair one at a time, <laughs> and then, like, wait a second for it to burn through, and then move on. And, like, smoke is pouring out of the hair, <laughs> which is probably not going to smell great. <laughs> so, oh, man. They already then, have things like that. They already have electric um, uh, hair uh, depilatories. Yes. Like, yes. they have things that are like that. They're like, oh, just touch this little wire to each individual hair, hold it there for 20 seconds, and that hair won't grow back as fast. Yep. And that's so all... So it's just that. <laughs> but, yes, that's all very cool, I guess, but yes. it's certainly not shaving. No. It's <laughs> and not also, re- it's not very cool. <laughs> yes. It's not a replacement for razors as well. Mm-hmm. But then, like, a bunch of people were commenting on the video, like, see? It's proof of concept. It does really exist. And it's like, do you want this? I guess if this is what you want, then yes, but this is awful. Yeah. This is worse than shaving with a spoon. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I get so depressed with how fast people will rush to defend something. Like, every time Trump says something and everyone's like, oh, look, there's so much obvious proof that he's lying, people definitely have to realize this time. But... Like, that's not the thing. That's not the tipping point. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, it, is it... The thing that makes me the maddest slash saddest about this election cycle, and I think mad slash sad is probably the best description of <laughs> yes. this election cycle in general. In fact, can we start marketing mad slash sad bumper sticker like 2016 bumper stickers? <laughs> like, that's the that's the ticket we're voting yeah, for? Yeah, love it. I like it. <laughs> anyway, um, is that, like, so many grandmas are in favor of Trump? And I kind of always thought somewhere deep in my heart that grandmas were better than the rest of us. <laughs> like... I know that everyone is filled with hate and spiders and just, like, the worst, but I, I always wanted to believe that grandmas were the last bastion of, like, everyone in this group is nice, but no, apparently that's not the case, and it makes me very upset. Yeah, from what I've seen of Facebook, which is why I'm not on Facebook, whenever people put up quotes and things, it is <laughs> always uh, grandmas who say the worst things. <laughs> Yeah, and, like, you see the Trump rallies, and there's a bunch of idiots there, and mostly the kinds of idiots you would expect, by which I mean, like, white male slabs of beef with hats on. (laughs) Um, And then, like, little old ladies love Donald Trump, and it's so weird and gross. Is it just because they can be racist? Is that why? Like, they're allowed to be racist at Trump rallies, so that's what they want to do? And a lot of old women have a really weird gatekeeping anti-feminism kind of thing, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, I, I've always thought, like, maybe it's because they didn't have advantages when they were young, so now they resent seeing young women have advantages. But I really don't understand it. But they absolutely will be the first to tell, like, a girl she's dressing inappropriately or whatever. So I feel like they also think, like, Trump's going to get a handle on that sort of thing. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. The... If there's anyone in the world who can reverse 50 years of progressive thinking, it's Donald Trump. He's so effective in the business world. Yeah, he's very good, as he always says. Yes. He's a winner. I, it's funny because I think almost every po- podcast I listen to, they, uh, tip, they purposefully avoid getting political and I do not want to see us do that ever on this podcast. <laughs> I mean, we... Get, get political or avoid it. 
Yeah, I don't want to ever avoid it. Like, okay. <laughs> they, I think the reason podcasts do it is because they don't want to alienate their audience, but fuck that. If you're a Donald <laughs> Trump supporter, fuck you, stop listening right now, and then eat your phone. Yeah, and after you eat your phone, slit your own throat and dive into the <laughs> grave, you idiot. I hate you. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, it's kind of weird, because listening to uh, a... For example, an unnamed show with a bunch of Daily Show writers on it. It seems weird <laughs> that then I will like pop into the Facebook group and occasionally see people commenting that are like, "Yeah, I'm voting for uh, any Republican candidate." I'm like, mm, do you know the people who make the thing that you like don't want you to do that? <laughs> and like, all of everything they say is anti most of your beliefs. <laughs> I mean, I'm not necessarily in favor of people's, like, media idols telling them how to yeah. think, unless those media idols are us, and then, <laughs> if that is the case, then yes, you should think the, the way that I'm telling you to think, yes, by which exactly. I mean, do not vote for Donald Trump or I will find you. He'll <laughs> stab you with so many of those black knives, <laughs> you won't even see it coming. Yes. Uh, they won't, okay. they won't Matt do anything, didn't say though. Was, Matt Guys. didn't say that he bought in real big to this thing right at first, oh, yeah. and he's just turned around lately. <laughs> Guys, does, uh, does this count as political terrorism, the fact that I'm threatening murder against people for voting a certain uh, way? No, Matt, we're <laughs> white. <laughs> Oh, sad. And scene. Louisa, what did yep. you do on the internet? <laughs> uh, I guess the thing I'm going to say I did on the internet was sort of see the tide of popular culture <laughs> wash around me and not become part of it. <laughs> because I saw last week a lot of people talking about the Tonys, and I do not care about the Tonys at all, and I didn't watch it or anything about it. And then after that, people were now, talking... Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hmm? By that, you're talking about the fact that Tony, Tony, Tony is touring again? Aren't some of them dead now? <laughs> I don't know, but I got a, a message from Ticketmaster today saying that tickets were available for the new Tony, Tony, Tony. Oh, well, One great. of the Tonys is spelled different because <laughs> they had to replace that Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how many more ways to spelling Tony can uh, I don't know the three that they use already, so I can't make the next step of this joke. <laughs> this one is spelled uh, T-A-U-N-E-E. -E. Yeah, there you go. That works. <laughs> uh, yeah, so a lot of people that I follow on different social medias, they were very excited about the Tonys. I'm not. Yeah, everyone's favorite, then... everyone's favorite Schoolhouse Rock episode won a bunch of Tonys. Is that a real no, thing? Oh, I'm making about fun of Hamilton, which is yeah. Uh, yeah. an incredibly basic and dull thing that everyone loves for some reason. Uh, I think it's I fine. No I don't like musical that. theater that much, so I have a bias against yeah, it. Yeah, that's my yeah, opinion, Jeff, too. Now you're, Jeff, now you're alienating listeners that we do want to listen to our podcast. <laughs> uh, no, we cannot alienate the musical theater crowd. I feel like this is <laughs> a safe space where I can talk about how Hamilton is just okay. I don't know. I've never listened to Hamilton and have no interest in listening to Hamilton, but uh, if you like it, that's fine. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. But I, for some reason, uh, I always take delight when a popular thing loses the award people wanted it to win. Like when Wicked <laughs> lost the Tony for Best Musical to Avenue Q, I was like vindicated back in high school. <laughs> oh yeah, because no one likes Avenue Q. Uh, <laughs> not compared to Wicked, they don't. 
I suppose Wait, that's are true, you saying but... that Hamilton lost one of the awards? Uh, was supposed to no, win? but I wanted it to. Okay. Because <laughs> what I remember is months ago when the nominations were out, people were so excited. Oh, Hamilton's going to win all these awards. It's going to sweep. Everyone's saying that for sure. And then right before the Tonys, they were like, oh, I'm so nervous. I hope it happens. I hope they do win all the awards. And then they did. So, like, none of this is a story yeah, in any way. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but didn't you guys hear that Lynn manuel Miranda cared about a hot-button issue and then was sad on television? Yeah. Uh, I think that he is a cool person. I just... I really... Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. It's just, I'm commenting on the fact that the quote-unquote news almost every week is some new thing made Lynn manuel Miranda cry on TV. <laughs> yes, that's true. Fair enough. Uh, in in the heights the, is better. Uh... <laughs> Then the other thing that was going on around me on the internet this week was E3, which I am interested in, you know, peripherally, but there's not that many games that I tend to like, and I don't try that many games, so... Now, Louisa, you're a big um, World of Warcraft fan, is that right? Yeah, that's right. I cannot even think of one thing to use to make a reference (laughs) to play on. Yeah, she has at least seven (laughs) tunes at level 85. Yeah, she has... Four guilds. I also have not played World of Warcraft in a long time. I own a pie shop. Is that what you do in that game? Is that a game where you become like I a think, merchant? I think you could make pies and sell them. <laughs> I think that maybe the uh, thing that grosses me out more than anything besides actual like gross fetish things on the internet is the fact that World of Warcraft characters are referred to as tunes instead of avatars. Well, hmm. okay, but what if they made an MMORPG of Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Uh, I think that was Disney's Toontown. Is that a real thing? Yeah, it was an MMO for children where you would make your own uh, cartoon and play uh, what? Second Life, I guess, until, basically. Until you said for children, I was like, <laughs> so into this. <laughs> Hold on, it would immediately just be a thing for art, right? <laughs> no matter what. If, if it, it was, was for adults, yeah. that's yeah. what I'm saying. If it was for adults... It would never for a second be like the movie. It would just be DeviantArt. Yeah, I mean, yes, I suppose. But <laughs> I'm just thinking about how awesome it would be to write a game of, like, Looney Tunes-style characters fighting each other. And, like, all of the combat skills would be based on, like, pull a mallet out of n- non-space and, like, hit each other in the head and stuff. That would be really fun. <laughs> yeah, why doesn't Warner Brothers do, like, uh, a MOBA with all the Looney Tunes in it? I would play the shit out of that game. I'm not even joking. <laughs> oh, wait, like, no, MOBA? Uh, no, not a MOBA. I hate MOBAs. Uh, I think I'd be willing to make an exception. No, I Let's wa- see, what <laughs> what franchises have a MOBA? Uh, all Blizzard games together are in a MOBA. Uh, there's a Lord there's... of the Rings one that was Yep, terrible. Battle for Middle-Earth. Uh, there's a new there's Pokemon the... one, right? I keep seeing ads for it on Instagram. Oh, I don't oh. think so. I keep seeing ads where there's an arena and then some cute little regular Pokemon gets annihilated by some super overpowered Pokemon that just has a giant laser beam or something. Is that that, uh, that Pokken Tournament? Yeah, that might be Pokken Tournament. Yeah, I think uh, that's which what is, I'm talking about. That's no? Tekken but with Pokemon. So it's just a fighting game? Yep, it's pretty fun. Uh, but there's there... also 12 characters Isn't in it. Isn't there already a Pokemon fighting game called, uh, what is it called? Super Smash Brothers? <laughs> uh, there's Burn. only four Pokemon in Smash there's Brothers. There's more there... Pokemon than any other single franchise character in Smash Brothers, though. 
Uh, I think Fire Emblem might have more, actually. Yeah, great. Those two. There's like seven Fire Emblem. Uh, first of all, those are the two best game series. You're wrong. Fire Emblem, no, uh, no thanks. Fire Emblem and what? Pokemon. Fire Emblem is great. Fire Emblem and Pokemon are both like not even in my top five game series. Uh, Louisa, you specifically would like Fire Emblem, because you get to make animes kiss in it. No, I've played Fire Emblem, and it was crazy boring, and it jumps you from one class to another with no rhyme or reason or explanation on how you could be doing any better. Too confusing. It's chess, but the animes can kiss. Oh, chess is the worst. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, but one Uh, night in Bangkok, Louisa. Yep, makes the tough guys tumble crumble? I don't remember exactly the line. <laughs> I feel like Tough Guy's Tumble has a sexual connotation. <laughs> I think that whole song has a sexual connotation, except the line hey, I get I my get the, kicks like, above the waistline, waistline sunshine. sunshine. <laughs> I have no idea what y'all are talking about. Uh, you might so when I hit you that random this episode. Button. Oh. And you got uh, Reddit slash R slash musical theater. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, that would be great. Yeah, we got R slash Hamilton. No, we got uh, R slash comic books. Oh, no, we All don't right, know anything I think it's time to address something we've only addressed off the air, <laughs> which is that I really do think this random button is not actually random, and it's connected specifically to your to searches. Jeff. Yeah. Yes. And do you want your, me to hit the I random mean, button Jeff, a couple more times and see what I get? We're go- we've committed to doing comic books, but I would like to see, just as an experiment, if you hit random twice more, what the next two randoms you get are. Okay. Uh, I've got r slash politota, which is a Russian politics board that is entirely in Russian. Okay, definitely something related to Jeff. <laughs> and r slash dota 2. What's that? That's a video uh, game. That's, a, that's a specifically the genre of video game we were just talking about. Okay, so yeah. this is a little suspicious, right? <laughs> Jeff, uh, <laughs> Jeff, I think maybe next time you do this, we may need to have you go into incognito mode so that it can't like read your browsing history. Uh, I'm going to go into incognito mode right now and hit the random button a couple times and see what I get. Okay. I wonder okay, if you have so... ever looked up things to do with Russia, because we got that Ukrainian conflict once before. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I have. Just, like, looking up news stories or something, maybe. Uh, uh, I got, uh, the first one I got is r slash sewer horse. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, why are we doing that What could that be? <laughs> and then r slash John Frisanti, who I guess is a musician, okay. and then r slash saved you a click, which is what it sounds like. Yeah. Just describing clickbait headlines. What the hell is Sewer Horse? I know. I'm looking it up right now. I have to know. How many posts are on this board is the real question. A bunch! It's got 1,800 subscribers! It also has no description anywhere of what it is. (laughs) Why? Oh, we can't talk about this, though. We committed to comic books, but yes. Officially, I'm saying from now on, Jeff, you need to be in incognito mode when you hit random. Well, yeah, if we got friggin' (laughs) miracles like Sewer Horse. Apparently Sewer Horse is a meme? It's a horse that got caught in a sewer, it looks like. This board is from years ago. But Hmm. I think think Sewer Horse is apparently the, like, angel of devil counterpart to the ceiling cat. 
Oh. oh, it's a horse that fell in the sewer, and then it was a news story? Yeah, and now it's a meme. Okay. Okay. Oh, We're Jesus done. We can't Christ. Good, okay. that's good. Well, I'm glad it's so basic, because then we don't have to worry about it, because we already understand all of it in that yes. five seconds. Uh, and now we have to spend 45 minutes talking about comic books. <laughs> that oh, should be real hard for us, right? to do that? Oh, man. I feel like everything up till now has been a lie, though. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, it, it, it doesn't always feel curated, but sometimes more it feels often a than curated. not. I think if yeah. I look back at the titles, I'm like, these seem to have some kind of themes. Yeah, I'm gonna Google how does Reddit random work. Uh, oh, here's a help Reddit. Uh, oh, hmm, let's see. Uh, it is a random from a cached list of 1,000 non-private reddits. What does a cached list mean? Is, is there bribes involved? <laughs> yeah. Cached, like C-H-A-C... Uh, no, I spelled it wrong already. C-A-C-H-E-D. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was just making a joke. Yeah, and I was just uh, ruining it. Just in case you weren't. <laughs> Alright, so uh, I'll describe the page while that's happening. It's very fancy. It's got uh, comic book pal- panels sort of in the background, behind the words comic books, it says really big. Uh, it's got a big picture of uh, DC Universe Rebirth Batman on the side. It says it's the pull of the week. And then, yeah, it has a lot of uh, people involved with this board. Is there a reboot of Batman going on that I'm not aware of? Uh, the entire DC universe has, uh, started over at number one, pretty much. Again? Except, <laughs> except action comics and detective comics have gone back to their very high numbering in the 900s. Didn't they just do that a couple years ago with the new 52? Yeah, that was 2011, and, uh, they have been trying to lightly revamp that, uh, for a while now, because their market share fell off to... Uh, at the beginning of New 52, their market share soared, and they were on top of Marvel for the first time in, like, 40 years or something. And then it fell to worse than it was before the reboot. I feel like all of pop culture is stuck in this rut where everything has to perform at such a high level, like, everything has to be a blockbuster, that anybody with money, any publishing house, any studio, they're so afraid of risking it on a new, a new like, original idea that everything is just reboots and video games are always just sequels, movies every summer, it's sequels to things. <sighs> yeah, thanks every stand-up comedian for the past ten years. I'm saying it especially <laughs> about comic books, because if there's any format where you could just be like, here's a new idea, we created this new guy, we're gonna write about him for a few issues. Like, that's really low stakes. It should be. Like, that doesn't cost the publishers a lot to do, but they're not gonna do it. They're gonna reboot Batman constantly. Uh, I think, um, okay, so, here's what's interesting about DC Rebirth, twofold. One, they set up a mission statement, like, alright, people aren't into our, like, 90s-style, uh, very teenage, immature, like, hyper-violent, uh, and super adult-seeming, but actually very juvenile comics, so we're gonna go back to, like, uh, sort of more lighthearted, fun action adventure stuff, uh, which, great, I'm all for that. But at the end of May, they released the DC Universe Rebirth Special, which was an 80-page comic for $3, which is a fantastically good deal. They wanted everyone to buy it. 
And in that comic, it was revealed that the reason why there's about ten years worth of, like, why everyone is suddenly younger and there's, like, ten years worth of continuity missing in the New 52 is because Dr. Manhattan from Watchmen has been interacting with the DC Universe uh, for some unknown nefarious purpose that was not resolved at the end of that comic. Uh, The last thing that happens in that comic is Batman digs in the wall behind... uh, He had, like, a letter from his dad that the Flash gave him from Flashpoint, which is a complicated thing. Uh, but basically, the is a complicated thing. Yeah. <laughs> the whole universe reboot was predicated on this alternate timeline, and he had an artifact from the alternate timeline, and behind it, he dug out the comedian's smiley face button. So it sounds like bad fan fiction. <laughs> so everything you're saying is very boring. <laughs> yes. But it's also insane stupid. and stupid. I hate it so much because so they, on one hand, they, they're like, great idea. And on the other hand, they're like, but also you have to put up with Justice League versus Watchmen in a year or two. Yeah, are they setting up to like Crisis on Infinite Reboots? Is that what's <laughs> happening here? I think what they w- are setting up is literally the Justice League fights Watchmen. Uh, like you see on that cover, there's two new characters behind Batman. Uh uh, the suspicion is that that's Night Owl and Silk Spectre from Watchmen because they're mysterious new characters who no one knows their identity. It has a B symbol on both of their chests, doesn't it? What is that? It's, uh, it's, a, it's a G for Gotham. The G mm. stands for Night Owl. It's a silent G. <laughs> Those are not Gs. I don't care how uh, uh, gothic font <laughs> they're going to go with it. That is not a G. Uh, but Gotham is very gothic. <laughs> no, I mean, the uh, the letter is not a G, no matter what you say. Yeah, that looks, mm. that's super a B. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I didn't design it. <laughs> this guy needs to go to r slash graphic design, am I right, guys? Yep, oh we've been, yeah. we learned everything about it. <laughs> yep. Put him on blast. Is the end point of this podcast that we will know everything? Yes. Because yes. we will have learned about I, every topic? And then we can die. That's our explicitly stated goal. <laughs> yep. <laughs> to die. <laughs> so I find it hard to believe that Batman could dig it wait, around wait, in his wait, house wait, and... Wait, 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 Louisa, I'm sorry. I need to say to Jeff that we are all born to die. We all are. From that thing we uh, did two weeks ago? No? <laughs> How do you not remember Oh, this? yeah. <laughs> the digital painting. Yes. I remember now. That was very good. It was very good, but everyone forgot it but me. <laughs> I remembered it. I was waiting for Jeff to say something. It didn't happen. <laughs> uh, oh, I was saying, I find it hard to believe that Batman has a part of his house he hasn't uh, checked out yet. Like, he built the whole Batcave under it, right? And he built, like... It was, the, he built, it was buried in the rock. He wouldn't built be- secret staircases and, I want to say, fireman poles, unless I'm only thinking of the Adam West Batman. <laughs> They're all canon. No, okay. I, I, uh, I wanted to say, what wouldn't it be great if there was a story arc where Batman was just missing for, like, weeks and weeks, and everyone was like, oh my god, crime is going crazy in Gotham. And then you found out it was just because he discovered that he had a bowling alley the whole time, and he got <laughs> super good at bowling. Yep. <laughs> and then they'd be like, you need to stop this and go back to fighting crime, and he'd be like, but what if I need to fight somebody whose crime pattern is bowling, and I need to be super good at bowling, like I'm super good at everything else? Listen, you guys, I'm, to defeat I'm the Batman, and there's a 90% chance that I will face off against someone whose superpower is bowling. Exactly. <laughs> 
I have well, to defeat Bullsman. <laughs> once, once we get the uh, the DC universe crossing over with Mystery Men that we've all been uh, itching for this whole time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, because it actually makes, that sounds kind of cool. It makes exactly as much sense as DC Universe versus Watchmen. Yep. Uh, uh, and yeah, that's why the the top post, right, the stickied post is. Uh, Please be mindful of DC Rebirth and Captain America spoilers, because in Captain America, Steve Rogers was like Hail Hydra, and now everyone instantly believes that he's been Hydra the whole time, yeah, as, Jeff, as if no one has ever read a comic book. Jeff, we all know that whenever anything happens in comic books, it's permanent and always completely believable and truthful 100% of the time. Yeah, there has never ever been a misdirect in a superhero comic book. Yeah. Sam Wilson definitely wasn't a I, werewolf I for six issues this year. I don't read any of those comics, obviously, but I do have an opinion. <laughs> and I do <laughs> think that if people are right to be hurt at the idea that as a cheap, like, thrill in the comic, they would have him, like, be Hydra for a little bit or pretend to be Hydra or any of that. Like, when people are hurt by that, I can understand it. I guess, but in the 70s, he abandoned being Captain America because Richard Nixon was president, and he disagreed with it, and he became Nomad, the man without a country. Yeah, but that's even, like, more upholding his morals than uh, than this example. Yeah, I guess, but I don't know. He's probably just undercover. Yeah, okay. But the point that they would use it at all just for the thrill of, like, oh my god, everyone's so shocked is a little cheap. Well, it's. Oh. I remember I read an issue of Captain America from like the fifties or sixties, maybe, uh, where the super soldier serum wears off, and at the beginning of the issue, it's like, oh no, Captain America is not a superhero anymore. He's a teenage boy now, forever. And it's like <laughs> as if people were reading that, and they were like, oh my god, I guess they're just getting rid of this character. No, of course by the next yeah. issue he's going to find more Super Soldier Serum or some bullshit like that. Of course <laughs> that's going to happen. Yeah, it's like when he lost the Super Soldier Serum recently, he became a very old, frail man. <laughs> People were like, oh, well, he's going to be Captain America again because there's a movie coming out next year. So, like, is there a very subtle indication in the whole history of Marvel that Super Soldier Serum also has time-altering abilities? It makes him either very young or very old when it wears off. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it always makes got him element of very magic, fit. It? Yeah, it always yeah. makes well, people he like, is... oh, they're automatically the exact age we want them to be. Like, that always happens. I love yeah. the fact that it's activated by Vita rays. Like, that sounds like something that you would see on a, like, a crooked doctor infomercial <laughs> yeah. from the 50s. <laughs> yeah. Or an ad for, like, canned green beans, and it's like, the canning is done immediately, and it keeps in all those important vitarays. Feed this to your family. I actually really like all of the memes surrounded, uh, surrounding Captain America saying, Hail Hydra. Like, someone edited, uh, edited it to be Captain Crunch saying, Hail Soggies. <laughs> someone edited it to be Captain Canuck saying, I'm not sorry. Yeah, I saw that one. That was pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think that that is a solid joke. Yep. It's not bad. I mean, it took me a minute to get why that was a joke. I think they could have gone a little more obvious with it, but it's pretty good. Mm. If, it, if they went more uh, obvious, though, you'd be mad about that. I guess so. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> it's simultaneously too obvious and not obvious enough, because it's like, based on a stereotype, but a stereotype that no one really thinks about because it's so stupid. <laughs> yeah. Uh I think it's also a stereotype that no one refutes. 
Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I, I don't think any Canadian is like, no, we don't apologize a lot. <laughs> I guess so, but also I don't think anyone actually believes any of that. Like, I don't think anyone's ever actually like, yes, Canadians are provably more polite than human, than other human beings. Oh, I wonder if there's a study into that. I feel like everybody should apologize more. I guess yeah. so. <laughs> we we apologize almost every episode. <laughs> or we when should, uh, at when least. <laughs> Yeah. When Republicans were slamming Obama for going on an apology tour, I was like, man, I wish he was doing that. <laughs> like, we should probably apologize for a bunch of stuff as a country. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely true. Who's going to be the new cool country after us, guys? Uh, mm. Neo-America? <laughs> that floats in the sky. <laughs> it just floats in the Yeah, it's a bunch of... <laughs> It's a bunch of uh, Japanese billboards. You just have to watch out. <laughs> it's always raining. You just have to watch out for the clockwork founding fathers that roam around and murder. Oh people. no! Don't let them catch you after night nightfall. <laughs> yep. I really like this hybrid universe yes. where it's part Blade Runner but part Bioshock Infinite. Exactly, it's both of them. <laughs> Uh, it's especially uh, good because Blade Runner is predicated on the robots being indistinguishable from humans, and the robots in Bioshock Infinite are like TikTok the Clockwork Man from uh, from Return to Oz. I yeah, love the idea. The of, I love, most distinguishable. I love the idea of an ultra serious Harrison Ford sitting down and being like, "I need to determine if you're human. I need to ask you some questions." And then the camera pans over to TikTok with his like mustache moving up and down, like, "No, I'm totally human." Oh. Oh, no, my action is winding down. <laughs> what do people like? Thank Can the I maker I passed my Voight Kampf test. <laughs> Does he say thank the maker? I don't, he's not no, religious. No, that's C-3PO. Oh, okay. <laughs> I forgot how religious C-3PO is. <laughs> yeah, it's very weird. Uh, actually, basically what he's saying there every time is, Hail Darth Vader. Yes. Yeah. But also he's conveniently forgot he was Darth Vader, right? He forgets that he was created uh, by Darth Vader at some he, point. Because he never fucking no, tells Luke, oh, hey, that guy built me. <laughs> he never says oh, that. Oh, yeah, you know what? <laughs> he had his memory wiped mm-hmm, uh, of course at, he did. at the end of episode three. <laughs> if only we yep. all could be so lucky. Oh, that would have been so great. I would just walk out of the theater and get, like, men in black neuralized. Yeah. And then you're just like, man, I'm sure glad there were only ever three Star Wars movies. <laughs> Okay, but seriously for a second, why is this not an internet meme of a, like, two-panel comic of of Harrison Ford beginning the Void Camp test, and then the second panel is different famous robots from other movies? Uh, that would be amazing. Maybe you should make it. Yeah, that would be pretty good. Uh, I think the problem is most memes are very timely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fair, yes. <laughs> I've, I've really been enjoying the, the one... Uh, for the new Hideo Kojima game, where it's Norman Reedus, like, oh, naked, yes. holding a baby. Holding all different things. And it's just him things. naked, holding all different things. <laughs> oh, so including good. Hideo Kojima himself. <laughs> My favorite is him <laughs> holding the men's journal magazine that has Norman Reedus on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man, that game looks really weird and creepy. I don't know if I've seen this meme, but I like the description I'm getting of it. 
the trailer is like 30 seconds. It's Norman Reedus getting up on like an oily shore, fully nude, and he sees a baby in front of him connected by like a wire to his gut. And then he picks the baby up and hugs it, and then it dissolves into oil, and then the name of the game shows. Okay, I'm sorry, I didn't pay attention to most of what you were saying. Um, the baby is connected to him by a wire? Is that what you said? Yeah, like an umbilical cord, but it's like a, a thick cable. Ew. All um, of it is, is insane. Is that baby a bomb? It sounds like it's a bomb. <laughs> Matt, you Sony have to was see like, this Hideo ad. Kojima, do whatever you want. And he was like, oh boy, you're going to regret that. <laughs> I do like the idea of being, like, purposefully weird just to piss off, like, Sony or whoever is bankrolling you. Yeah, I uh, I feel like that's what most of the Metal Gear Solid franchise was. <laughs> yeah. Man, those games are weird and not very good, unfortunately. Oh, man. I wish that you were less wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, I often have that feeling. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid 2 is the most important postmodern novel of the new century. Yeah. I thought that you couldn't be more boring than when you were describing <laughs> DC Universe Rebirth, but you're getting there. I can't even remember what uh, the name so, of the game was at this point. <laughs> the game you just Yeah, mentioned. me neither. <laughs> it's like Stranded Breathing or something. Ew. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> but Matt, you have to see this ad because it's fucking insane. Alright, I'll everything have to look about it, up it later. <laughs> uh, the top link of all time on r slash comic books is the saddest thing I've ever read in my entire life. Uh, oh, yeah. It's Stanley talking about how he can't see words on pages anymore and can't read. Guys, was Stanley Stan cursed by somebody so that he can never die? Uh, asp- <laughs> I assume Jack Kirby. <laughs> I assume his dying wish was, he said, bring me a gypsy so that I might curse Stan Lee. <laughs> to walk the earth. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just... He's the watcher! <laughs> I just saw the new X-Men movie last week, and we talked about it briefly on the show. Oh, God, is poor Stan Lee in it? He is, but he's just barely in it. He's just standing on his porch with an old lady who is still much younger than he is, but assumedly his wife. Uh, And, like, she's doing all of the acting because it looks like Stan Lee can barely stand up at this point. (laughs) And it's just so sad that they keep on, like, wheeling him out, and he clearly... Is too old to be doing this anymore. You say that, but isn't he the driving force of always being <clears throat> fucking crazy in these movies and saying insane uh, things in the public? Like, he likes that, right? I don't think so. I know that, I know for a fact that when he did the most recent Spider-Man one, uh, in an interview, they were like, so are you excited to be in this? And he was like, no. <laughs> What? Uh, I can't be sure. I thought he did a. I thought he did a good job in Civil War. Uh, he was the world's oldest FedEx man, and he called Tony Stark Tony Stank. Yes. Yeah, that's fine. Look, he's not. I'm not saying he's terrible. I mean, he is terrible in these movies, but like, that's fine. But what I'm saying is that I've seen several interviews where he's like, I kind of wish they didn't want me to keep doing this. What? They should just replace him with a different comic book guy. I don't believe you. You're making it sound like he gets interviewed and people are like, oh, what do you think, Spider-Man? And he's like, please let me die. <laughs> <laughs> he's not going that far, but he's just like, he's like, people expect me to guest star in all these Marvel movies, and honestly, I'm a little tired of it. And I get that. Mm, he says that, but I think he wants to. Because otherwise, why even bother? Yeah, he's always tweeting about how he likes to do it. All right, fair enough. Maybe I'm wrong. But either way, uh, he is... Maybe he's being willfully obtuse. 
Yeah, either way, he's sort of like a memento mori in all of these superhero <laughs> movies. Yeah, you like, too this is a guy and who... die, Captain America. <laughs> yeah. He wrote Captain America comics when when it was still World War II. Yes. Like, he's the oldest person. It's like, every other character in these movies are young and sexy, and they will always be superhuman in every way. But they have to keep reminding you, like, but real humans turn into this, mummy man. <laughs> Did you like, see here's... the Key and Peele sketch with quote-unquote Stan Lee in it? No. You should see that. It's very good. They address a lot of this. <laughs> I feel weird ways about Stan Lee. Not sexually. Shut up. I know I said that weird. Uh, you just have because... a partner and not in a sexual way. <laughs> yeah. It's just... For utility purposes. Uh, <laughs> Stanley can we get, is... Can we get Jeff some utility closet underpants? <laughs> I don't even know what that He's means. A... Like that say yeah, utility closet on them? On his what? <laughs> underpants that just say utility closet on them. I feel like this couldn't be clearer. Uh, <laughs> it could be a lot clearer, I think. <laughs> in my opinion. Uh. Go on. <laughs> I I like Stan Lee, and I like the literal entire universe of characters he's generated himself, but uh, he was kind of, like, uh, a dick when he created all those characters to his co-creators. Like, yeah. Jack, Jack Kirby died in poverty, uh, despite the fact that, by all accounts, he did most of the writing on Fantastic Four, Stan Lee would be like, alright, in this issue, they're gonna fight Doctor Doom on the moon. Do all of it, and I'll fill in the dialogue later. And he doesn't draw, right? Like he, he No, but he's, cre- he's credited on uh, on how to draw the Marvel Universe the Stan Lee way yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I was thinking of that when I was thinking of him, like, pushing aside other people who are actually doing some of the work. <laughs> like, clearly there's people who came up with those designs, and he is not them. Yeah, uh, but also mm, he's like a nice old man, so I I kind of don't want to dump on him. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's all I have to say about. <laughs> yeah, Stan Lee. he's fine. I didn't mean to be to like start a hate fest on Stan Lee. I just feel like like I, the joke was funny a couple times, but what's the <laughs> point of it anymore? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I totally agree with that. Stanley cameos are not exciting. Yeah, because, like, 15 years ago, you'd see him and you'd be like, oh, I think that was Stan Lee. But now, it, the camera cuts to someone so old and out of place, you're like, <laughs> whoa, that is definitely Stan Lee, because they would never just cast an actor who looked like that to do anything. <laughs> yes. Uh, the two best ones are his scene in Mallrats, uh, even though that movie's not very good. That's and part of when the Marvel Derek- Universe, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, Kevin's uh, and, wishes. <laughs> and when Ben Affleck keeps him from crossing the road in Daredevil, which is also a very bad movie. Yes. Yeah. Like, is that good? Other, I don't like any of the other ones, really. I kind of like when um, he's uh, in the hallway with uh, uh, Tony Stark in one of the Iron Mans, and uh, Tony says, hey, nice to see you, Hef. <laughs> like, he thinks he's Hugh Hefner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was one. cute, I, I guess. I liked him in the not-very-good Amazing Spider-Man when he's listening to music while those while Spider-Man is fighting the lizard and he doesn't notice, and they're ruining his library. That's a pretty good scene. <laughs> uh, when he was... 
I, I think that he should only play actual old men from the Marvel comics, like when he played uh, the Fantastic Four's mailman, mailman in the Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer. Oh, but that movie's so bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, there has yet to be a good Fantastic Four movie for some reason, even though it's the easiest concept in the world. Yeah, but they set up the new one for a sequel, so... We've had, we've had this exact conversation... <laughs> yeah, where I've convinced you that it actually would be much harder than you think before on this show, and you admitted that it wouldn't be as easy as you're saying. But you've uh, forgotten Maybe that. it should be a TV show instead. Yeah. Yes, this is... Ah! Uh, <laughs> yeah, I all know, I know, I know, I yeah. <laughs> so something I really like on this message board is that some of the moderators, I guess, have cute little pixel chibi uh, superhero icons. Yeah, I like They're that. Very cute. I like this little Batman. Yeah, I think the uh I actually think the Hawkman one is pretty cool, even though Hawkman is a stupid character. <laughs> Who's Colossanaut? Oh, it's when Colossus was Juggernaut. Never mind. Um, I posted a picture in the chat of something that made me actually laugh for real when I saw it. Mm, let me go to that. Is this actually is this the first time we've gotten an actually like pretty good Reddit? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we did do <laughs> Superman that one time, which was oh, yeah, fun. Oh, man, why does every Deadpool cosplayer look like the wimpiest teen? <laughs> well, that's yeah. who identifies with Deadpool, right? Like, people who work out a lot <laughs> aren't going to be really paying any attention to Deadpool. Although, uh, I, yeah, I, guess. I realized that these people were paid to look like they like Deadpool, but when the Deadpool movie was about to come out and they had that uh, thing with all the breakdancers dressed as Deadpool doing breakdances to, uh, what is that song, X Gonna Give It To You? Is that what it's called? No. That's the one from the trailer. Yeah, and uh, it was really, really good, and they were all like breakdancing on top of each other, and they were all really buff, but that's because they were breakdancers and they probably didn't know who they were dressed as. Yeah. Uh, whenever I go to a Comic Con or whatever, I uh, I see there's like this same um, uh, Blade cosplayer who is like the most jacked dude. <laughs> I know who you're talking universe. about. I've also seen yeah, this guy. Right? Yes. Oh man, he's great, and I wish that all cosplayers uh, were as cool and dedicated to bodybuilding as he is. <laughs> well, that's that the thing. Got- a guy like that is so noticeable because, like, the the chances of really wanting to work out and be super buff and really loving a specific character is so slim that there's hardly any of them. I think that yeah. guy's got to have a job where he needs to be like. Maybe he's like a cop or a firefighter or something that makes it so that he's always exercising anyway, and then he's just into... Because you can't be super into working out and super into comic books and super into making costumes and also have a job. That's just too many things. <laughs> uh, I think that it's it's a case where he is... He, like kind of likes comic books and comic book movies and he's a super jacked black guy and so he was like well there's like five characters i could be i'm gonna be the coolest one <laughs> yeah i've seen uh, i've seen a very uh, in pictures not in person but i've seen a very good uh, merida cosplayer and apparently she's just a woman who has she has crazy curly red hair and people told her yeah. oh you look so much like merida and she like liked that movie enough like it's not that she loves merida so much she just looks a lot like her and she <laughs> likes to dress and go there and have people be like oh my god you look so much like her yeah it's weird because there's 
a lot of people saying a lot of things about, like, you know, cosplay what you want even if your body type doesn't match it and stuff. And I agree with that. You should make yourself happy and not care about what other people say or think and fuck all the people who are like, oh, you're a woman, you can't cosplay as whatever. But that being said, it's going to be so much easier for you to cosplay <laughs> as someone who looks like you. <laughs> Well, that's also the yeah. thing that it's hard for a lot of people to find anyone who looks like them, even in the first place. Yeah, that's fair. <clears throat> yeah, I'm friends with a bunch of cosplayers, and they uh, do a pretty good job at picking people who are sort of the same, uh, like, uh, it sounds gross to say, but the same shape and color that they are. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, I also agree. Fair, which, like, it, you don't have to do that, in, but... In Jeff's defense, though, <laughs> shape and color is literally all that defines these characters. They <laughs> are just true. shapes that have been colored in. <laughs> That's very true. Uh, but, yeah, I, 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 uh... Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's... On one hand, I really do love seeing someone who does not match the character doing it very well, uh, but it's also really cool to see, uh comic book come to life which is I guess most of the appeal of comic book movies I think that if you're going to do a costume really well then like you don't need to worry about anything it's just if you're not going to do it very well it's just going to be the problem honestly I think most of the reason why people like hate on cosplayers is because they're really bad people but also like Sometimes it's just hard to tell who you're supposed to be if you don't look much like the person and your costume's not very good. Yeah. It's just too many leaps to get to, like, <laughs> oh, I get I get who you were supposed to be. Mm. Yeah, which it doesn't matter, of course, but then I'm sure it's nicer if you go to a convention dressed as something and people are like, oh my god, you're, you know, Merida, I can tell right away. Like, it's n- probably nicer to have that reaction than to have people be like, uh, who are you? Yeah. What if I get one of those inflatable T-Rex costumes in bright red and I go to Comic-Con dressed as Devil Dinosaur? <laughs> That'd be pretty good, but only if you talked about, like, if you, like, handed out pamphlets for Greenpeace and stuff. <laughs> well, I would obviously make a little uh, moon boy to attach to the back of me, a little caveman doll. Wait, is that, are we talking about the character from Invincible? Oh, no, that's, uh, Dinosaurus. Dinosaurus. He's the one who's an em- environmental activist, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Devil Dinosaur is just a dinosaur. <laughs> He's red, and he hangs out with a caveman called Moon Boy. That's dumb. That's like that weird... Yeah. Like, oh, this is dumb. <laughs> that's like that weird distant future thing from the DC Universe where there's the last human, and then there's that weird, like, uh, Fraser Crane-style tiger that teaches him things. Oh, yeah. Uh, what is... Uh, our, our, uh, Commandy, Commandy the Last Boy. Yeah, it's all dumb. <laughs> I feel like we should have said, I should have said this probably five minutes ago, but the picture that we are looking at that we reference is a picture of a cosplayer dressed as Deadpool holding up a sign that says, God hates Wolverine. Yeah, I like, colors. <laughs> I like that because oh, yeah. I like the fact that, uh, Deadpool is a very, not very nice, hateful jerk, but... Not in the way that society is. Like, he doesn't hate people for the color of their skin or their sexual orientation or anything. He just hates Wolverine, basically. (laughs) Like, he's kind of a jerk to everyone, but only other superheroes, and I can get behind that. 
Yeah, I've been reading, uh, I, in general, am not the biggest Deadpool fan, but I was picking up uh, Spider-Man Deadpool, because uh, the writer in is, is really good at both characters, uh, and it's been pretty great, because he's just been like, oh man, I don't want to be nice to Spider-Man, but I'm supposed to be a superhero now, and I also want him to, like, not hate me anymore. <laughs> Isn't doesn't that get insufferable with wisecracking though? Because they're both wisecrackers. Uh, Spider Man doesn't wisecrack around Deadpool because he hates him so much. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> it's fun. That's not the one I want to stop wisecracking though. <laughs> if there's going to be one of them that stops. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Spider Man is always better. Well, okay. Can I just mention a thing that I hate re wisecracking? Uh-huh. Uh huh. When a character makes a bad joke and the writer is then has the character say, Oh, that joke was bad. Yeah. Yeah, because mm. it's a cop out. That doesn't excuse the bad joke. <laughs> yeah. You wrote you're it. Spider Man didn't write the joke. You're still writing the script. You can go back and delete it and write a better one. <laughs> Especially when it's like not a a good bad joke, like when it's clearly like they tried to think of a good joke and couldn't and not like here's what a person would say trying to think of a good joke. Yeah, they've they've done... A couple of times it's been okay when, like, some when it's in the heat of the moment, they say something, and then they're like, that's not a very good joke, but I'm in the middle of a fight and it's hard to think, or something like that. Like, I guess I can forgive that for the sake of verisimilitude, but they they rely on it way too often. If, yeah. if you're gonna be a wisecracking superhero, you should, uh... You should be better at it. <laughs> and and some, sometimes people write Spider-Man really well, and his jokes are legitimately good and funny, but too often they just put people who are good at writing superhero comics on Spider-Man, and then it, they don't write it very well. Who's the best at writing, or who's the best at wisecracking in superheroes? Mm. The Flash. Oh, yeah, that's a pretty good choice. Heath Ledger's the Joker, I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> he just makes movie references. Yeah. He's like the guy you don't want to talk to at a party, and also a serial killer. Yeah, but he was supposed to be all those things. <laughs> I kind of want to rewatch that movie, uh, like, uh, with the interpretation of that he's just wisecracking the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's well, he not is. actually a psychopath. He is just wisecracking all the time. It's just their wisecracks are related to being unhinged. They're not related to trying to make jokes. Yeah, I guess. Although he is trying to make jokes. It's just in a way that only works for him. So this new Jared Leto uh, Joker is going to be the worst thing ever, right? It looks like it. (laughs) I'm going to say I think that movie looks like it's going to kind of be good. Why? What about it is going to be good? Explain. Yeah, I, don't like it. I don't know. The trailer seemed okay, and the director hasn't made any like terrible stinkers. I don't like that trailer. Ugh. Yeah, I don't understand the point of it. How? Okay, here's. I guess here's my question. How are you going to make this show, this movie, about unrepentant killers killing other killers, uh, identifiable to an audience in any way? Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's the question you need to answer if you want me to come to your dumb movie, you dumb people making this movie. <laughs> uh, I'm going to see if uh, if it gets good reviews, uh, <laughs> and if it 
doesn't, I won't go see it. Much like with X-Men Apocalypse. <laughs> I thought X-Men Apocalypse was better than several of the recent superhero movies. It's not great, but it's not as bad as, like, Batman vs. Superman, or even... That's another one I skipped. <laughs> I Like, honestly, uh, about... I feel like uh, Civil War was half a really good movie and half a really boring movie. Yes, it was oh, way what? too long. I liked the whole it thing. It was so ridiculously long. They could have yeah. cut so much out of that movie. And there were so many action sequences that didn't matter and didn't really do anything for the movie, and that was upsetting. Yeah. If they, The only thing that would have improved it for me would have been if Captain America and Bucky finally kissed the <laughs> Well, yes, that's always the case. Look, if they if the only fight in the whole movie had been the fight with all of them at the airport, it would have been a good movie. But, like, listen, I know that the Winter Soldier is going to, like, come close to winning and then lose the fight and then run away and then Captain America is going to chase him every time those two fight. Every single time. You don't need to do it, like, <laughs> 17 times in your fucking movie. Yep. It's one of those things where, like, as you're watching it, you can see the people who are doing the fight choreography being like, oh man, this is going to be so cool. And then you're like, oh, I don't want it. Like, I don't think it's cool. And I can see how hard you're trying to be cool. And that makes me even more angry. Well, I think the the actual practical effects they did for the fights was very cool, but there's just so much of it. You can't care about all of it anymore. Yeah, like, this fight when they're coming down the stairwell and they're fighting off, like, every SWAT team agent in history, mm -hmm. that's fine. But if you had it just be, like, three dudes and the fight had been, like, quick and showing how outgunned these guys are by these two superheroes, that would have gotten across the same thing and wouldn't have been, like, annoyingly 15 minutes long. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, I, uh, I forgave a lot because it, it seemed like the... Uh, ultimate expression of how having superpowers fundamentally changes the way a person would interact with the world, uh, which a lot of movies don't seem to get, but like, obviously like, Bucky has that metal arm, he's gonna just use that as a shield all the time instinctively, and Captain America has super strength and super agility, he's gonna be like flipping and jumping around all the time. See, I, I very strongly disagree with what you just said, because yes, you're yeah. right, about the fact that most movies fail to show us how being a superhero changes the way that you live in the world. But I feel like Civil War also did that. Because, yes, it showed us that Captain America always uses his shield in fights. Great. Isn't it more interesting for us to see how being Captain America affects his life when he's not fighting against supervillains? Yeah, I guess so. He didn't get a lot of emotional beats, which was strange considering his name is in the title. <laughs> Nope. Uh, like, everyone else got strong emotions, and he got, like, a little... He got... He was, like, there as the mirror for everyone's emotions to bounce off Another of. big problem with the movie is the fact that Scarlet Witch was probably the character with the biggest arc. Would we all agree with that? I mean, I guess it was all fake, uh, but I guess so. Like, it was just, she's trapped, so, hey, uh, Vision's gonna fall in love right. with you now. What? She's, <laughs> she's got this, like, supposed emotional journey, though, in a way that right, I don't right. know that anyone else really did. Maybe Bucky. I think Tony. I think Tony did. Tony, I guess so. But my point is, like, a big part of the movie was about the emotional journey of Scarlet Witch. And I'm sorry to say, the actress playing the Scarlet Witch is like a dead fish on screen. She just, yes. there's nothing coming out of that face. I don't know what <laughs> she's thinking. 
It's terrible. Yeah. At least her accent was a little better. Oh, couldn't they have gotten a good actress to be that role? Like, you're fucking Marvel. You can get a good performer. Like, there are good actresses out there. Yeah, I guess maybe because she was already kind of a name. That's what seems to be what they go for. Was she? What else has she been in? She's the Olsen twins' little sister. Mm. I don't care about that. She has been in other stuff. I don't remember what, because I haven't seen any of it. Couldn't you get somebody who's famous for being a good actor instead of famous for being related to a (laughs) non-acting pair of twins? (laughs) I don't know. Like, something... In the next movie, they're gonna have, uh... Oh, why can't I think of another... Yeah, try to think of another sibling of twins. (laughs) No, I was gonna say, in the next movie, they're gonna have, like, um... Uh... Why can't I think of any other female Marvel characters that... They're gonna have (laughs) Spider-Woman played by Kim Kardashian's little sister. Like... Uh, yes, Chloe or one of the other I ones. I don't care. The point is, <laughs> these people aren't famous for performing, which is the thing you most need them to do. So if they if they were already famous and then they couldn't be good enough at acting to make a career out well, of it, the thing. you shouldn't give them a job acting. People have been saying that this Olsen is a good actress. I haven't seen anything else she's done. I also am completely unimpressed with her in these movies. I don't think she's a good actor, but she has been getting acclaimed for being a good actor. In, what else has she been in? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> she definitely has been in movies before. I remember hearing about her for a while before she was cast in this movie. I'm going to Google it, yeah. since this is a show about online. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, the thing that really took me out of the movie at several points to something, this is related to something Matt said a little while ago, was that everyone's like a superhero, but they're superheroes of different types, but they're all treated like they're indestructible superheroes. Yes. Like, yeah. like um, uh, Black Widow, like, gets thrown out of a building and jumps up and she doesn't have any broken bones and stuff, but, like, she's just a regular woman, right? She has a regular human body. Like, she's very good at lots of things, but she's not enhanced in any way, right? Uh, I don't know. Maybe her suit gives her uh, slight durability. I doubt it. When has it ever been mentioned that she has a special suit? Also, I would like to point out that being in a very good suit does not protect you from falling several stories. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you put on a suit of armor and jumped off the top of a building, it wouldn't help you at all. Yeah. Because it, it's fine to make a big deal out of, like, Captain America, his body is very strong. And, you know, Black Panther has a suit that's very strong. But then all of the superheroes, no matter what, are yeah. beaten up as if their bodies are absolutely indestructible. Another point along the same line is the fact that uh, Bucky Barnes jumps off of that thing and is running <laughs> faster than cars. He doesn't have robot legs! Yeah, that is crazy. He's got regular <laughs> human legs! No, I think he has super soldier powers, though. Well, from, from where? Russia. How? <laughs> That's never shown or explained. Yep, I just kept thinking about that when during the fight scenes when the people would people even like uh, that super uh, not Superman, even the Spider Man kid. Like at the end, he's got like a black eye or something, but he was like crushed. His body was crushed. Well, Spider Man canonically does have better endurance than a human being. It felt wrong, though. Like, as it was happening in the movie, it was taking me out of it. It, Yeah, I mean, I I certainly do agree with you. And uh, do you guys think it's possible that the writer of Captain America Civil War confused uh, amnesia with cosmic rays? (laughs) 
Is How that so? possible? They, 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 uh, I think that's the same thing. <laughs> they thought that by, by Bucky Barnes losing his memory, he also somehow became super fast and smart. <laughs> uh, I think he gets the super soldier experiment powers in the first Captain America when he's kidnapped by Hydra. That's n- again, that was that. never on screen. Isn't it? No, it's not. He he is not shown again after he falls off that train in the first Captain America movie. No, but he's kidnapped and rescued before that. Sure, but if you haven't shown it on screen and you never have a character yeah. reference that it happened, yeah, I don't I, know about it. I have to agree completely with Matt here because coming from a point of view of not having heard the story before, I saw the first Captain America movie and then when the second movie was being announced, I was like, wait, but that guy died. <clears throat> like, that guy definitely died. <laughs> Yeah, and, yeah, but and, they they explained how he wasn't dead right. in that yes, movie. But they didn't explain fine. in the first movie at all that he wasn't dead. Of and, course not, because it was supposed to be a twist. And in the Captain America two one, where uh, Winter Soldier came back, they did show him like getting tired and like hurting himself, jumping off of tall things, and he couldn't run super fast. Like he had a mechanical arm and was very good at shooting, and those were the things that he had. So then, now, he suddenly has superpowers that he didn't seem to have the first time, and are never, we're never shown why he suddenly has them. Hmm. Yeah, I felt like they just gave all the superheroes the same powers so that they could have crazy fights like they wanted to show in the movie. Yeah, I feel like the people who were doing the fight choreography and the action scenes and stuff like that hadn't watched the previous movies and didn't really care about it. They were just like... Well, we have free reign to do cool stuff, so let's just do all the cool stuff we can think of. <sighs> so, I guess that's that. <laughs> Comic books. Yeah, I feel like that's it. Did we make any jokes? I know. Uh, yeah, so. this is a pretty funny one, probably. Was right? it? I never laughed uncontrollably at any point. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the problem with the fact that we've been getting all ones that are about things we actually care about because of the failure of randomization, uh, the problem there is that we end up just arguing <laughs> instead of making jokes. Yeah, because we don't go off on tangents because somebody's always like, no, I want to get back to the specific thing we were talking about. <laughs> is that me or Jeff? Or Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. Okay. I want to blame Jeff for this. Okay, what? Cool. what did I do? <laughs> I didn't do it. It wasn't me. Uh... All right, well, if you like this episode, please tell your friends and rate us on iTunes. The only way we can grow is if you spread the word, so please let people know. And uh, if you want to get in contact with us, our email address is seeingreddit at gmail.com, or you can follow us on Twitter at seeingreddit. And uh, I'm Matt Heron. You can find me at KamikazePilot on Twitter. I'm Jeff Kowalski. You can find me at J3FK on Twitter. You can go to my Patreon and give me a dollar a month to get bonus content for my other podcast or you can give Uh, more than that and get comic books like our topic today oh yeah that's true if you give me fifteen dollars a month i think i'll send you comic books every month because i have so many and if you give jeff twenty five dollars or yeah twenty five dollars a month uh then we will record a special bonus episode of this podcast and send it to you yeah uh, yeah, sure. That sounds I'm good. I'm gonna commit to that. <laughs> yeah. And the person. Patreon.com slash JeffJK. The person can pick the topic. A subreddit? Yeah, a subreddit of your choice. Yeah, or we'll do the All April Fools episode. Like <laughs> <talking about it. laughs>
<laughs> yeah, we'll do an intentionally bad episode yeah. just for you. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Louisa, do your thing. Yes, I am Louisa Heron, and you can find me on Twitter at Heronbird. You can find me on Instagram at Louisa Heron or Snapchat Louisa Heron. That's it. Alrighty, well then, uh, hope you guys uh, enjoyed the show, and we will see you next Tuesday. Don't read the comments. Yeah, really. We talk about that for endless minutes, even in episodes where we don't get comic book subjects. Yes. That's true. So uh, No, it's fine. This is our comic book podcast. No, no I'm not from, interested in comic books. <laughs> from now on, from now on, we're going to go incognito. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't find anything, any confirmation that uh, it looked at your, uh, like, cookies or whatever, but other people seemed to express the same doubt that it was truly random. It can't be. Like, when I do random, I get, like, story writing. Random again, I get Skyrim. Random again, I get... Yeah. Uh, wait, Skyrim again? That can't be right. I'm gonna try it. It apparently pulls from a cache of the 5,000 most popular Reddit subreddits at any given moment. Uh, and I think that what you get from that is probably tailored to you. Over-ear headphones. I got Photoshop battles, and I've definitely looked up Photoshop things before. Major League Baseball streams, so maybe not that one, but <laughs> Scott Scott Pilgrim. Like, you did look up baseball mascots, though. I did do that, that's true. Japanese role-playing games. <laughs> Serial killers. You are. Yeah, you have been meaning to break into those. serial killing. <laughs> I do. I do have an interest in real crime stuff, though. I mean, I watch all those stupid shows that everyone hates and commit all those real crimes. Yep, that's also a thing I've done. <laughs>